joining me today on Profit with a Plan podcast. This is where you can get some great ideas to create your most profitable self and small business. Just so you know, financial planning isn't only for those that have a lot of money or run big companies. A workable financial plan is for us everyday small business owners and professionals that want to keep more of our hard-earned money and make good financial decisions. Join me, Marcia Reiner, your certified financial planner and professional financial strategist each Tuesday for some smart ideas that can add more profits to your bottom line. I am really passionate about working with successful business owners who are working their ass off every day. This may sound familiar to you, investing in everything they've got into their business only to feel that although they may be making good money, they don't have a lot to show for it. They're not sure if they'll be okay since they don't work for a big company with a big pension or retirement. They're self-employed after all, business owners. I help them gain clarity, certainty, and control over their money so that they can increase their profits and, more importantly, have more money that they take home each month. They no longer feel stressed out over their finances and can work on their business growth that will turn them into even more money. If you know of anybody that may be curious, share this podcast with them or let's chat. They can book a brief call with me on my scheduler at calendly.com forward slash marcia.16. So let's get on with today's podcast. In sight of President's Weekend or last weekend, President's Day, I'm going to talk all about leadership and how leadership can have an impact on your business, which down the road, good impact creates good profits, means more money for you. So what makes a good leader? What are some of the common traits that leaders have? Honesty and integrity is one. Inspiring others. Commitment and passion. I can't say a lot for that one. It's that's that's pretty common in my world. Uh, Being a good communicator. Having decision making capabilities. Accountability. And even if you're a solopreneur, accountability to somebody, something, if it's not even to yourself, being able to delegate and empower and having creativity and innovation. Do any of those common traits feel like you when you look in the mirror? Do you see those? Do anybody, does any of your employees or, or, or joint venture partners think that of you? More importantly, do you think that of you? These are really important traits to have to be a good leader. So here are some common leadership styles. Uh, I've got five of them. Uh, Laissez-faire leadership, which describes a hands-off approach. This leader typically yields results uh, because the leader does not supervise the employee. The decision-making is left solely to the employee with little or no guidance from leadership. These leaders will provide resources, but the employees are expected to diagnose and resolve the issues on their own. This can be really effective in situations where employees are both motivated and capable to work on their own with mineral, minimal direction from management. It's not always the best plan, but again, if you've got if you've got capable people that can do it on their own and you trust them and hire them for that reason, then it's not a bad play. 
The next style of leadership is autocratic. And this leader exercises control over all decisions and allows very little input from their employee. While it may sound like a recipe for disaster, the leadership style itself uh, lends to a situation where quick, decisive action is warranted and there's little time for debate. As an example, the military is, is, uses this type of leadership. There's definitely times when a quick decision uh, coming from leaders will make a difference between life or death. That being said, to adopt an autocratic style 100% of the time is probably not advisable. Total autocratic leaders are often disliked. We've all had those kind of jobs or bosses, right? Uh, disliked by their employees, which stifles creativity and leads to high turnover rates. Now, again, like laissez-faire, it's probably not the only way or the best way to have it, but we should all have a little bit of these traits in our business and our leadership style. So let's go on to the third one. The third one is participative leadership, also known as democratic leadership. In this approach, it blends both of the laissez-faire and the autocratic um, leadership to find a middle ground. This leader actively encourages participation from its its employees in decision-making, but then makes the final decision for the group. This uh, benefits here are are improved employee morale as they feel like they're valued and respected, and all members of the team bring on more creative ideas to the table. This leadership style, however, does not work so well in those instances when decisions must be made rapidly and can take some time to sort out. You'll probably recognize this leadership style in many of the companies that you've worked for in the past, especially larger companies or those that have an open environment because these companies often get stuck trying to make joint decisions and go through a large amount of meetings and, and, and just keep going and going and going where you find that nothing really gets done. The fourth type of leadership style is a transactional leadership, and it incorporates rewards and punishment in exchange for employees' performance. You've heard as the, um, oftentimes the sales motivation is either dangled by a carrot or a prize, uh, or, you know, screamed at and yelled at or or in risk of losing their job if they don't perform. These leaders uh, and employees will agree that goals and predetermined standards meet those goals, In this style, the leader provides direction and oversight and then reviews the employee's performance meeting their goals. Now, many companies have this in some way or form, but leading by this at at 100% would would lead to, again, I think, um, coming back to that autocratic um, type uh, relationship where it stifles the creativity and, and leads to higher turnover if the employee is not suited for that style of leadership. Um, This style of leadership is also more passive and doesn't encourage out-of-the-box thinking, right? We were just talking about having having creativity. So these last four leadership styles have been very um, traditional, the laissez-faire, the autocratic, the participative, and the transactional. But I'm here to also introduce you to a fifth type of leadership called transformational. 
These leaders create a vision for their employees and communicate it often. These leaders identify the need for change and then become that agent for change through inspiration and motivation. These leaders, this leadership style will also typically improve the employee's morale, promote inclusion within the group. The transformational leader is a role model for their employees and strives to understand their strengths and weaknesses in order to enable them to do their best. In contrast with the transactional leadership, it maintains the status quo. Transformational leaders leaders inspire their employees to change in order to meet the strategic goal of the organization. Now, that's my favorite way. Um, and, and we all have our own models and styles, but when you're, when you're transforming through leadership on your own and guidance on your own, your employees and staff will be motivated to follow along with you because you're leading and you're giving them their best style that they can work in. Now, that's not to say any of the previous four leadership styles are wrong. By no means are they wrong. But I think if we can blend five leadership styles together, I think you're going to find that you're going to motivate and engage. You're going to create the, the, the rules and, and the directions that you want them to take. You're going to reward and possibly punish for not being able to transact as necessary. And you're giving them a little bit of power to make them just go down the path that they want to. And what the, how that results for you as a business owner is your employees start to take ownership in the company themselves, which in turn shows with your clients. So that employee really shows the engagement, takes ownership. Your, your clients feel that and they feel like, wow, this person really does want to take care of me because they're benefiting also from the potential uh, gain and growth of the company. So I hope you, that wasn't too much on the technical side, but I think having the, the understanding of what makes a good leader with those traits and the styles that they lead in can really transform, to use that word again, your business in a great way. So what does leadership look like in your business? What are you currently using as a method? Have you had much success with it? Are there things that you would like to change? What is your role in the business? Now, we all know that, that most businesses start with one or two people and expand on. And so if you're not in that expansion phase yet, you're still leading your business while you're leading yourself. So when you set goals and, and directions for the company, what style are you using for yourself? Does it feel right? Does it motivate you to do what needs to be done to grow your business, increase your profits, and make raving fans out of your clients? If you are leading employees, are you leading them most effectively? Have you taken the opportunity to try, or maybe I would suggest, please take the opportunity to try some of the other leadership styles that might be able to motivate your employees even more. I know personally that that sharp stick and that dangling carrot doesn't necessarily motivate me the way it would motivate other people's other people. 
I like to have input um, where I like to be told what to do, but I also like to have input. So for me, I think having a mix of all of these ways works perfect for me. Again, find out what works in your world and with your employees, and maybe even get down to the point where you're asking your employees, what would motivate you more to do a better job? Some people it's money, some people it's the fear, some people it's the the recognition, but find out. I think you'll have a much more profitable company. Uh, You'll create longer lasting employees, which results in less turnover, less hiring time, less ramping up time, and you'll get so much more from them that your clients will feel it as well. So another way that you can use leadership, uh, since that's the theme of our conversation today, is leading the way in your industry. There are ways for you to create innovative products or services that can lead the way in your industry. As in my industry, I feel like I'm leading the way because I have gone outside the traditional financial advisory role and financial planning role of just saying, okay, client, here's the money. Uh, What do you want to do with it? Here's how we can get that working for you. And here's the rate of return for it. I've expanded that to work with small business owners and helping them achieve more profits by taking all of my skills and experiences to share with you as a business owner in ways that you can increase your profitability and make great financial decisions. Still financial planning. It may not necessarily be on the stock and bond side. So as you can see, I'm taking innovation in my field to step out and do something different and lead the way. Another way is using your expertise as leadership. Uh, being incredibly expert or an expert at your, your service. Um, if you are an attorney, it's, you're the best attorney at business planning or the best attorney at family and, and marriage. You know, maybe you're the best bankruptcy attorney out there. Whatever that niche is that you do, you own that space. You're the best person in there, and everybody gets to learn that you are the best, that you are the expert, and you are the go-to person. That's leadership. You're leading the industry in that role. And by doing that, you can use those traits and you can use those leadership styles to increase your expert status. Another way of leading the way in your industry is through mentorship or training the next generation of people coming up. When you teach, it also reinforces your ability and your expertise as well as your ability to learn more about your industry and become bigger and better and stronger, right? So consider leading the way with a mentorship and training the next generation coming up, an intern, um, someone who you can provide a a transformational life for them because you're giving them all of your knowledge and base, and maybe they're helping you grow your business at the same time. And being a mentor requires very valuable leadership skills. 
See, it's all kind of coming back. I know you thought I was crazy. A financial planner talking about leadership, but it does make good points. So another way that you can use your leadership in your business is leading clients to you, right? Okay, we all grow our business and we need to have clients coming our way. How do we, how does our marketing how does our marketing message extend the fact that you're a leader in the industry, that you're an expert in what you do and and that you can help them because you're the best? Most clients will pay more for the best. So when you're the best at what you do, you can set a price tag that says you're the best. Now, you have to support that with value and being the best, but clients appreciate that. And the way that you market to them and educate them and and explore with them the methods that you use and your expertise level, that could lead clients back to you by being the expert in your industry. Another way you can lead clients is through your sales cycle. So if you're not selling, it's just a hobby. As one of my dear friends, Diana says, if you're not selling, it's just a hobby. So you have to sell. You have to sell your expertise. You have to sell your product or service. And you lead your clients through that sales cycle. And you do it by having the traits of a salesperson, right? We're having, we're inspiring and we're communicating and we have our honesty and integrity. We, we should be very committed and passionate to our product and service, right? We have creativity and innovation because we're stepping there and we're leading the way as the expert in our product. And we're doing that through our sales cycle. We're communicating those values in our sales cycle by using different ways to lead the client through the sales system. You're asking them questions, you're solving their problems, but you're doing it in a way that is authentic to you and to your product and that resonates with your clients. That's the sales cycle. That's a good sale, right? When you're not actually pitching a product, but you're solving a solution and you're leading your clients with leadership through that sales cycle to have them realize that they need your service and solutions. The final piece of leading the clients in my mind is leading them to execute on your ideas. So now I've hired you, right? Or better yet, let's use me as an example since I'm talking. You hire me and I come up with the plan and the strategy and we put it all in place. Now I ask you to execute on that. I want you to do these three steps, these four steps. I want you to do this job for me to make your business better. I have to guide you. I have to lead you and I have to engage you in a way so you feel like this is the right step for you to take and give you all of the tools to take those steps so you can make your profits even higher. Another example is I'm working with a a young tattoo artist right now, and he's trying to build his brand and take his business to the next level. He's an amazing artist, but he doesn't necessarily understand the skills necessary to be a good business person. 
he's kind of a, a little strong on personality and, and he wants to, he wants to train young guys to come up under his system, under his tutelage. So I'm asking him to do things that are outside of his comfort zone, but I need him to execute on those ideas. I need him to believe that these ideas will take him to the next place where he wants to go. He wants to open his own shop eventually. He wants to work less and still make a good income. So all of these steps that I'm teaching him, I need him to execute on those ideas. So I'm leading him, I'm selling him on the ideas that he needs to execute on to improve his situation. So leadership comes in many different forms, as you can see, and most of them are essential for you to stand out as a leader and become the expert in the industry, which will, again, lead to more clients and profits. So if you can incorporate in your business today the, uh, the four levels of what a leader is, um, the common traits that we talked about, um, sorry, the five leadership styles that we have when we're working with our employees our clients, or even ourselves, right? And so putting those leadership styles back in place. And then how we can lead the way in our industry using our skills that will increase our brand and our awareness and and allow us to really stand out as the expert and the go-to person. And then finally, how we lead our clients, And I think that these are all just really important pieces for you to take into your business. So thanks for listening today. I hope you found an idea or two to put into your business that will make you more profitable. Next week's show is on The Early Bird Gets the Worm. I know, it's kind of funny. It's spring, right? We're getting close to spring. So I'd love to hear your questions and feedback and ideas for future shows. You can reach out to me on any of my social channels, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, uh, at Bella Financial, Marcia Reiner, or BellaFinancialGroup.com, which is my website. And don't forget to subscribe to my podcast. You won't want to miss future podcasts. So please make sure that I'm not the best kept secret and share my podcast with your friends. And remember, if you follow me, I have a gift for you. I like to give gifts out. So my gift this month is actually a workbook, and it's called Get Financially Organized. And so reach out to me at at any of my um, podcast information, or if you want to hit me up right here, um, you can respond to my podcast and say, yeah, I want the the workbook. Um, I'll be more than happy to send it your way. So uh, let's see. Remember uh, to catch, uh, to follow me and you can catch Profit With A Plan podcast on any of your favorite podcast players, Podbean, iTunes, iHeart, Google Play, and Stitches. So looking forward to more profitable information on next week's show. And until then, make your plans and profit with it.